Here is the closing Schwab market update. As of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Tuesday, August 16th. U.S. stocks ended the day mixed following yesterday's resiliency in the face of some softer-than-expected Chinese data. Second quarter earnings season is heading down the home stretch, and shares of Dow members Walmart and Home Depot both rose after topping earnings estimates. Today's economic calendar showed housing starts fell more than expected and building permits came in above estimates. On other economic news, both industrial production and capacity utilization rose more than predicted. Treasury prices were mostly lower to lift yields, and the U.S. dollar finished slightly lower. Crude oil prices and gold declined. Asia finished mixed, and Europe moved mostly higher despite some lackluster economic data in the region. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 240 points, or 0.7%, to 34,152. The S&P 500 Index increased 8 points, or 0.2%, to 4,305. And the Nasdaq Composite declined 26 points, or 0.2%, to 13,103. In moderate volume, 4.3 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.9 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil declined $2.88 to $86.53 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price decreased $7.20 to $1,790.90 per ounce, and the dollar index lost 0.1% to 106.49. In equity news on Tuesday, Dow member Walmart, ticker symbol WMT, reported adjusted second quarter earnings per share of $1.77, topping the $1.62 fax at estimate, as revenues grew 8.4% year-over-year to $152.9 billion, topping the street's forecast of $151 billion. The company noted solid sales growth in its grocery and health and wellness categories, though general merchandise saw some softness in discretionary categories such as electronics, apparel, and home products. The company said the quarter ended stronger than it warned about a month ago, as sales were solid in automotive, lawn and garden, and back-to-school categories. Walmart modestly improved its full-year earnings per share outlook by forecasting a smaller-than-initially-expected decline while reaffirming its revenue growth guidance. Shares traded noticeably higher. Dow Component Home Depot, ticker symbol HD, posted second-quarter earnings per share of $5.05, north of the forecasted $4.95 with revenues growing 6.5% year-over-year to $43.8 billion, above the expected $43.4 billion. The second quarter same-store sales increased 5.8% year-over-year, besting the estimated 4.9% gain. The company said it saw the highest quarterly sales and earnings in its history, reflecting continued strength in demand for home improvement projects, but noted a continued challenging and dynamic environment that resulted in a decline in the number of customer transactions. Home Depot reaffirmed its full-year guidance. Shares of Home Depot moved to the upside. 
with retail sector putting the finishing touches on second quarter earnings season of the 457 S&P 500 companies that have reported thus far. Roughly 64% have topped revenue forecasts and approximately 75% have bested profit projections per data compiled by Bloomberg. Compared to last year, revenue growth is tracking to be up 14.4% and earnings are 8.7% higher. Schwab's chief investment strategist Lizanne Saunders discusses the market environment in her latest article titled Both Sides Now, Fed's Dueling Mandates, how July's hot jobs report will likely keep the Fed in a hawkish position, but key to watch moving forward is a continued softening in leading labor and inflation indicators. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. And you can read all of our market commentary on our insights and education page. And you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Tuesday, housing starts for July fell 9.6% month-over-month to an annual pace of 1,446,000 units, well below the Bloomberg consensus estimate of a decline to a 1,527,000 unit pace and compared to June's upwardly revised pace of 1,599,000 units. Building permits, one of the leading indicators tracked by the conference board as it is a gauge of future construction, decreased by 1.3% month-over-month to an annual rate of 1,674,000 north of expectations, calling for 1,640,000 units, and compared to the upwardly revised 1,696,000 unit pace in June. The Federal Reserve's report on industrial production showed a 0.6% month-over-month increase in July, compared to estimates of a 0.3% gain, and versus June's upwardly revised flat rating. U.S. production increased for the first time in three months, fueled by a 6.6% month-over-month rise in motor vehicle production due to easing of semiconductor bottlenecks. According to Bloomberg, growth in motor vehicle output helped to offset declines in the production of home electronics, appliances, and furniture. Capacity utilization rose to 80.3% from the prior month's downwardly adjusted 79.9% rate and slightly above forecasts of an increase to 80.2%. Capacity utilization is a 0.7 percentage point above its long-run average. Treasuries have been choppy as of late, with the markets digesting some cooler-than-expected July inflation data and last month's stronger-than-expected labor report, grappling with the economic and monetary policy implications. The U.S. dollar has also been pulling back from multi-decade highs reached in July. Schwab's chief fixed-income strategist, Kathy Jones, discusses in our latest Schwab Market Perspective, Mixed Signals, how the Fed has embarked on one of the most rapid tightening cycles in over 40 years, and with inflation continuing to outpace wage growth, more rate hikes are likely on the horizon. Kathy also offers analysis of the greenback in her commentary titled, The Strong Dollar, Can It Continue? You can follow Kathy on Twitter at Kathy Jones, and check out our latest edition of our Financial Decoder podcast titled, When Interest Rates Rise, What Should You Do With Bonds? featuring Kathy. 
Treasuries closed mostly lower as the yield on the two-year Treasury note was up eight basis points to 3.26%. The yield on the 10-year note rose three basis points to 2.82%, and the 30-year bond rate was mostly unchanged at 3.10%. Further housing data will be released on tomorrow's economic calendar, courtesy of the MBA Mortgage Applications Index for the week ended August 12th. We will also get the advanced retail sales report forecasted to have increased 0.1% month-over-month in July compared to last month's 1% rise, and X-Autos and Gas is expected to grow 0.4%, while sales X-Autos are predicted to decline 0.1%. Later in the day, June business inventories will be released, projected to match last month's 1.4% month-over-month rise. And in afternoon action, the Fed will release the minutes from its July 27th monetary policy meeting, where the committee raised the target for the Fed funds rate by 75 basis points to a range of 2.25% to 2.50%. In international news on Tuesday, European equities ended the day mostly higher after markets in the region and the U.S. reversed early losses and finished higher yesterday, showing some resiliency in the face of the disappointing Chinese economic data. The markets once again moved higher despite some disappointing economic data on this side of the pond. U.K. employment rose at a smaller pace than expected for June, German investor sentiment for August deteriorated, and the eurozone trade deficit unexpectedly widened. The euro and British pound moved higher versus the U.S. dollar. Bond yields in the eurozone and the U.K. traded higher. The data came as the Fed and Bank of England have aggressively tightened monetary policies, while the European Central Bank has begun to tighten its policy. Inflation has been the main driver of restrictive monetary policies, but Schwab's chief global investment strategist Jeffrey Kleintop notes in his article titled, Shortages Have Led to Gluts, Now, inventory gluts have been bad news for the stocks of companies experiencing them, but could also be indicating an inflation peak, which tends to be an ingredient for market bottoms. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. The energy sector rebounded as oil prices stabilized after yesterday's tumble, and financials also gained ground amid the rise in bond yields. The UK FTSE 100 index was up 0.4%. France's CAC 40 index finished 0.3% higher. Italy's FTSE MIB index ticked 0.1% higher. Germany's DAX index rose 0.7%. And Spain's IBEX 35 index gained 1%, while Switzerland's Swiss market index declined 0.4%. Stocks in Asia finished mixed, with the markets continuing to digest yesterday's action from China's central bank to cut some key interest rates as the country reported some softer-than-expected July economic data. The reports showed lending activity slowed solidly, while industrial production and retail sales both rose at slower rates than projected. The rate cuts also diverged from key central banks in North America, Europe, and the UK, led by the Fed, which are aggressively tightening monetary policy to fight persisting inflation pressures. Today, the minutes from the Reserve Bank of Australia suggested further rate hikes, but said it is not on a preset path, and incoming data will determine its actions. 
China's economy has slowed noticeably in the face of COVID-induced lockdowns. And Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop notes in his article titled China's Yo-Yo Economy that although an economic rebound in China is underway, according to government and private sector data, its economy and stock market may remain volatile. Meanwhile, Hong Kong stocks led to the downside, remaining volatile amid the recent softness in tech stocks and concerns about regulatory meddling and U.S. delisting uncertainty. Japan's Nikkei 225 index finished little changed, with the yen holding steady during the session after recently rebounding versus the U.S. dollar from multi-decade lows. The yen had fallen sharply since March, as the Bank of Japan also lags other key global central banks in monetary policy. China's Shanghai Composite Index ticked 0.1% higher, and Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index traded 0.6% to the upside. The Hong Kong Hang Seng Index fell 1.1%, while India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index advanced 0.6%, and South Korea's Kospi Index gained 0.2%, with both markets returning to action following yesterday's holiday breaks. Tomorrow's international economic calendar will be closely watched as the Eurozone will release its reports on employment figures and GDP. Additionally, we will get inflation data out of the UK. In Asia, we will get the release of Japan's trade balance and core machine orders.